At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Always follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow the money. Yeah, yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. All right, here we go. Welcome in. It is Follow the Money on VSIN, the sports betting network. Mitch Moss, Polly Howard, live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Loaded show on tap today. We're going to have two separate survivor winners in studio in the final hour of today's program. And Peter King in 90 minutes. Uh, last night's national title game, congratulations to Georgia. And for those of you who bet them in the game last night and had them on future tickets, I saw them. Um, on Twitter last night, Paulie, as high as 10 to 1. If you go all the way back to like early summer and maybe even last spring, they were available at 10 to 1. And in a game that had no touchdowns in the first half, you know, and I will say that Stetson Bennett looked absolutely shaky early on. And I don't think a lot of people had confidence in him. He turned it around and had a great second half. And that's how they beat Alabama, along with another huge injury to the wide receiver, Jameson Williams, for Alabama. Good job by Adam Kramer, who loved them before the season started when we talked to him. In August, they exercise the demons and end the drought. They also uh, are able to knock off Alabama finally. So the drought's over going back to 1980. That is a all-time bad beat if the game goes over. It's 13-9 in the fourth quarter. Correct. <laughs> you, you get 29 points. And, oh, my God, the pick six, the no defensive touchdown prop, and the longest touchdown I lost on that. The pick six puts it over for longest touchdown, too. How did he house that? Where is everybody? Where, where was the entire Crimson Tide team? Right. And then Kirby is telling him to fall down. He goes, get the hell out of here. No, no, I'm, 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 gonna, I'm right. taking this one to the well, house. Which was odd because they still had three timeouts left. Uh, but he just, Young throws it up for grabs, and it's a house call. I so. actually, I bet the yes on the defensive special teams touchdown last night at 2-1. to one, And then that was going to be like the first touchdown of the game. And they called that one back, I think rightfully so. But how is that not intentional grounding? By Young? I got him because he hit his arm, maybe. Uh, I don't know. Strange. Yeah, right. How, how much do you that's think the a, Williams injury impacted yeah. that game? That was that was enormous because we don't have Mechie either. That, that's that's a huge deal. Uh, that 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 big turning point in the game. Also, Alabama to keep settling for field goals as well. Oh, that was huge. Uh, but it also listen, it is it's an all time great defense when you look at it, based on the numbers and what happened. They had one bad performance the entire season. You played fifteen games. And uh, you get the do-over because of the SEC title game, and you get to uh, hold them to 18 points in the championship. Great job defensively. And that, that was a hard-hitting game, ton oh. of speed, and a ton of big hits in that game. So fast, yeah, so physical. And what you said, I thought, was, well, along with the, the, you know, the Williams injury coupled with Mechie from a couple of games ago, and Stuart Mandel from uh, The Athletic tweeted out, all it took 
was for Alabama to lose two different 1,000-yard receivers for a team to beat them. Yeah, right. But, and, you know, Saban was asked about it at halftime, and he goes, because they're loaded, obviously, with four and five stars across the board. And he goes, we've got a lot of young guys. All they, they just don't have experience. And he goes, we're going to find out tonight because they need to step up. And uh, just losing Williams took away just such a key threat to that offense mm-hmm. overall. And then they could never, but who can really run the ball on Georgia anyway? Robinson carried, they gave him 22 carries, and he had 68 yards last night. Mm-hmm. So they did a great job shutting him down, and then Young threw the ball. I mean, Alabama had the ball so much. They had almost, what, 80 plays in the game? That's a ton. Yeah. And they scored 18 points because they could not close the deal in the first half. Huge. Yeah. Bennett's a great story, too. Got emotional on the sidelines. You go from walk-on to uh, legend now in Athens with the, with the win, and you, uh, you get the national title. That's a great story. And then all the, cause, all the concerns about him after the SEC title game. And there were people. There were plenty of people saying, "Make put Daniels in in the first, second quarter." Sure, like, this guy isn't going to get it done. Right? Oh, it was Th- great. This, how about this tweet from our buddy Brad Powers, who was on yesterday, and he liked Georgia. He said, "If Alabama, this is during the game. If Alabama wins tonight, get ready for a three-peat. The Alabama team right now is poverty compared to what they will be next season." Yeah, and the SEC might have uh, preseason top or three of the top four teams. It could be Bama, Georgia, Ohio State, and Texas A&M. Which, okay, A&M's going to have to prove it to me, but they certainly have a great recruiting yeah. class coming in. Actually, when I saw his tweet, I was just, I thought to myself, wait, Alabama's not going for a three-peat tonight? I thought they were going for like a five-peat. I don't know. My wife never watches college football. She could care less, right? And as the game, as I'm turning the game on last night, she just looks at me and she goes, is this the national title game? I said, yeah. And she goes, let me guess, Alabama? I said, yep. She goes, okay, I'll see you yeah. later. Yeah, yeah, I know. We'll see what the ratings say about SEC fatigue. Certainly, it didn't happen at the windows. This game was a monster handle, and there were several big uh, six-figure bets around town, uh, and I'm sure all over. Did you ask her what she thought about the the money? I thought Chris Andrews had a good tweet. They should play this Saturday night. Oh, that was he was spot on with that. I tweet. totally agree. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, it's got it's a letdown after what happened with the NFL, and I don't know how long this uh, Week 18 doubleheader business is going to last, but you could still go 10 a.m. and 1.30 with the two kickoffs and go with the nightcap. With the national title game in college. I saw Chris tweet it out, and I, as soon as I read it, I'm like, that's absolutely the way it should yeah. be. Then, or, you're, then you're kicking off at 525 again. I'm also okay if they play the game on a Thursday night. Kind of to replace you could do the that NFL too. games that we were I'm, so used to I'm for okay four months. That. Right. Okay. Right. Because uh, 830 Eastern kickoff with what happened. I'm weird, though. I mean, like, as I've gotten older, and I think a lot of people listening to this network certainly can relate to this, for national title games, if I don't have money on the game... I really do not. I mean, I, I have no goosebumps. I'm, like, rarely excited. I'm like, I just want to cash my bets. But, like, it is it is anticlimactic. It's all, it's all, like, the same thing with the national title game in college basketball. Right. Because March Madness, the first three weeks or two weeks, it's so much better than the Final Four mm-hmm. every single year. Interest goes down week by week, day by day in the March Madness tournament. The longer the tournament well, goes, but, right, yeah. Well, that's the problem you're running into now in college football. It's, number one, it's the same teams. Number two, the kids are going to the same schools. And the other thing is because they won't expand the playoff, and that was a mess yesterday when they met. Yeah, Sankey, which I don't, I won't blame him. There's no reason he wants to change it, but he's 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 going to he's saying let's do what's best for the sport, even though the SEC continues to dominate. He said it's like we're in the ninth overtime and we can't get a two point conversion. I mean, they can't agree on anything in no, that nothing, rule. Nothing. I mean, and these other bozos have to figure out that if you want to try to end this SEC dominance, you have to expand this so kids go to other schools and say, hey, we have we're going to have quarterfinal games on campus sites. And we're going to have eight or 12 teams get in this. And they oh. can't agree. Should the group of five come in? What do we do with the automatic bids? Is I mean, it's a joke. I, it really is a joke. Here's the thing. For people who have been so greedy their entire lives because they 
have like these incredible deals with bowl games, they have missed the point for like 40 years. Sure. On a playoff. They they do they not have any concept of how big like four games in one day would be for an 18 playoff? Yeah, these silly bowls. Are you kidding me? Rose Bowl holding them hostage. Uh games you, getting you, canceled you can left and you can still sure, make yes, the you bowl can. games part of it. Yes, you can. It's just it's so obvious to a third right. grader. They do like a so it, it can't figure it out. What level is that? They do twenty four teams? They do a twenty four team playoff? The low, that's the level below that. Yeah, right. Yeah. And then what the, and I, I think people, division three does I don't know. I, I, division three I think does sixteen team or something and they and they bus. Yeah, they travel by bus. They take a bus to everywhere. get there. But yeah, I can't do it. The logistics ah, no. how are we okay. gonna do how are we gonna do this to yeah, the kids? Sure. The billions are on the line here. Imagine you wake up and there's a uh, your quadruple header. A playoff action on campus sites yep, too. Yep. Uh, well, but, it, but you know, it was a fun season. You had the historic season for Cincinnati. Uh, it was unfortunate what happened with all the bowls being canceled, and uh, and they got pretty much everything in too, other than a couple of hiccups with the bowls. Yep. So uh, looking at next year already, and they mentioned it on the broadcast last night, Oregon opens up with Georgia in Atlanta, and then you have the landing situation as he takes as he leaves as DC and takes the Oregon job. So there are some big-time uh, matchups right out of the gates. Ohio State, Texas, Ohio State, Notre Dame, yep. Penn State, Auburn, Oregon, Georgia, as I mentioned. The Brad Powers tweet about just week zero and week one. Florida State, LSU, and New Orleans. Utah, that's a good game. Utah, Florida. I would agree. Cincinnati, Arkansas. Northwestern's playing Nebraska and Ireland. What that's all about. That'd be a fun game to go yeah. to. It Penn, really would be. Yeah, Penn State, Purdue, and then Clemson and Georgia Tech. On Labor Day. Well, I like Cincinnati at Arkansas to begin the year. Yeah. That's good. Good for both those programs to schedule that again. Uh, some of the props that came in last night. I, I noticed overtime was 10 to 1. That obviously didn't come mm-hmm. in. Um, longest touchdown, like you mentioned. Ridiculous. That, that went over. Yeah, I couldn't uh, believe. I was screaming. I'm just laying on my couch. I go, 50 seconds left. 50 seconds. I, just, I can't believe what goes 80 yards down the It wasn't an out pattern. I, how does a guy go 80 yards on the sideline? No one knocks him out of bounds. Where is everybody? I know. The entire team was just like, that was the easiest 80-yard touchdown that anybody's ever going to score, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was just open field in front of him the entire way. Smart right there. Get down. Get down. <laughs> Gives him the middle finger. Get out of here. How about scoring the last two minutes of the first half? No, it was plus 195. That got there. Scoring the first six minutes. The yes was minus 110. Bama with the field goal. That came in. Mm-hmm. Three unanswered mm-hmm. scores because yeah. of... The Georgia pick six, that cashed at minus 210. Mm. The special teams TD came in like we talked about. That was two to one. The shortest TD, always a fun prop to bet this time of year. Remember Glenn? We met Glenn from um, Quincy at Foxwoods. Yeah. He bets that all the time in those in these primetime playoff games. Under? Under one and a half. Yeah. Georgia's touchdown. It was $1.65 last night in that range. And so the alternate point spreads also came in. Georgia oh, minus yes. if you any way that you were you know trying to find these numbers, uh, Georgia minus seven and a half I noticed was around two to one or plus one ninety five and Georgia minus ten and a half was two fifty or maybe a little bit more than that. The Andy Isco special came in. He always bets both quarterbacks in the Super Bowl first pass incomplete because it's a juicy return. Oh yeah. He goes all I have to do is go one and one I win money. Uh, but I think it was last year or two years ago went uh, two and zero. Oh. Bennett's first pass was incomplete. That was plus one seventy here. Oh it was. Yeah. Oh very nice. Yeah that. Uh huh. Okay. Good story. It's good, right? I mean, Saban can't win every year. This is, uh, I mean, he's he's the he's the goat, no doubt. But this is it's a great story with Georgia getting off the mat. And I'm surprised at all the big bets that came in on Georgia too. Remember what you tweeted after the SEC title game? You're like, make the number now. Sure. If they play. 
what was it, six, seven people were saying on Bama? Oh, Bama, I mean, it was, it was, Bama yeah. was anywhere from, that's, like, logical people were well, saying right, Georgia, you know, minus two, minus three in that range, whatever, maybe pick them. Other people were saying Bama minus four, minus six, minus seven. It's like, okay. There you go. They're not, they're not going to flip a game 14 points. That's why, yeah. That's why they keep building towers. Yeah. Prisoner of the moment. Yeah, but a lot of huge bets did come in on Georgia last night. Like a couple hundred oh, yeah. thousand oh, yeah. at various sports books. The first hour of Follow the Money is presented exclusively by Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Up next, win some, lose some. There is a job at a Las Vegas casino that goes underappreciated. A lot of people would say they wouldn't do it for all the money in the world. That's coming up. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. All right, here we go. A lot of uh, good menus out there. Good props. Georgia 10-1 to to win the title, first since 1980. Defensive or special teams touchdown, yes, plus 210. First touchdown of the game, White plus 850. I don't know if we were going to get one. I know it. The SEC very familiar with 9-6 games. I thought, what's going to happen here? Can you imagine, if, again, if that goes over? No. It's 13-9 with 13 minutes, and it almost gets there. Yeah. Oh, my God. No, that would have been a devastating beat huh. last night. Bet's, uh, Bennett, first pass incomplete, plus 170. Georgia wins by between 14 and 20 points. That was plus 775. Georgia minus seven and a half was two to one. First score of the game, field goal, plus 195. Alabama wins the first half and loses the game. Seven to one. That's strong. That's a good one. That's a good soccer bet that uh, mm-hmm. that people like to play. Unders last night in the association went six and one. And the Pistons shocked the world. Plus 550 on the money line. What Plus. happened there? I look up, the the Jazz are up big. And then they got run out in the third quarter. The, the Jazz were <laughs> killing them. Yeah. I'm like, okay, another bad loss for the Pistons tonight. No, not the case. Uh-huh. Peekaboo, here we go. Have a look at this. The Colorado Avalanche, and they play again tonight. Something going on here. Goal in the first 10. Yes, 18-4 and four run. First period over. 18 and 5 run. Third period over. 
24-2 run. Third period over with the Colorado Avalanche. And we discussed it last week as well about the you know, one and a half, two, one and a half, heavily juiced to the over, 210 in that range. Bet Rivers and other books put up the two. You know, so a lot of these you could be, but to me, it just, it's very important you lay the one and a half and you don't pay the juice if you win. You know, there's another angle, angle to this as well. You could wait if you want to take that chance for in play wagering. And you could, like, let the avalanche hopefully burn, like, three or four minutes off the clock without scoring a goal or letting one in. You'll get a better price on an in-play total that at that point. Too, right. They're like the Blackhawks a couple of years ago. I mean, they're so potent. And their games are so high scoring. Correct. And as you have talked about, it's bad math. You put up a one and a half. Mm-hmm. If you're going to, I mean, just look at 24 of the last 26 have gone over in the third period. And we'll do it later in the show. Penguins, baby. Penguins play tonight. That sick run they're on in the first period. Good videos as always. Eclectic mix. Subscribe. Be part of the team. VEASAN.com. Our radio and podcast friends as well. But a good maneuver here. Got the dog and the cat. And the cat is blocking the way to get upstairs. And the dog's like, I want to get past you. Yeah. And the cat's like, I, I don't think so. But the dog's like, what, I go backwards? Okay. Yeah, how you doing? All right. Yeah, nice day out. Yeah. Things good with you? Okay. Yeah, I mean, oh, there we go! Yeah. Right past the- being coy. Well, right? you, it was you, a nice setup. You could tell the cat's eyeball in the dog. Sure. You know it's going to explode at some point. Uh, you're not going but through. The like, dog, he's like a security guard. You're not getting through. The dog is scared of the cat. That's uh-huh. established here. Yes. Even though it's three times as big. Uh-huh. Actually, that's a that that fat. Is that cat fat or is that my imagination? Good Lord. Portly fellow. Front yeah, it porch. is. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. It has to back up the Look stairs. Yeah, he's going back. Okay. That's a great maneuver. He doesn't see it coming. <laughs> if I go backwards, he's not, he's not going to know what to do. I'm throwing him off, right? And he just looks, looks the other way. Coast is clear. Good. I got room here. I can see you. Yeah. Breakaway speed. Right. Very good. Up at the chipmunk here with the nuts. <laughs> he doesn't. I mean, the perfect timing ever. Sure. Yeah. There you go. He's got it. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Great in accent shot. All right. I'll see you later, guys. Huh? Yeah. Big gulp. Sure. Bad for the books. Georgia to win it all. And at the Westgate down the street, 200000 on Georgia. 250000 on Georgia. And it wouldn't stop. That's why I had a good straddle there last night as well. They did, but that was uh, it was coming in nonstop. One lose some, the Celtics, from five and a half up to nine. They won but didn't cover. They won by three. Couple lose some. This takes me back to my childhood. Crank up the video. We got an incident with uh, security here at a uh, convenience store coming. Monsoon, Ventura, Bobby the Brain Heenan going back, but they, the security's got this guy. Go ready to cuff him and stuff him. Crank it up. This is crazy. If they can't help it. They're going to escort him. We don't have a friend left. Wait a minute. And here comes the ultimate warrior. That's the warrior. That's the This guy comes racing in to help his friend. He's got like a, what's he wearing? He's got no shirt on. With got a, a hoodie that's unzipped with nothing underneath it. <laughs> he comes in, he took my friend out, and he starts swinging. He's going at the security. It was titled Ultimate Warrior Saves Hulk oh, yeah. Hogan. Yeah, what is way. this? The guy looks exactly the same as Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> but the exact, no, we're joking. He's 100, it's 180 degree difference. I mean, this is, it can't be Twitter. No, it? come it's some, amazing. Of how it's yeah. synced into Gorilla Monsoon. <laughs> In the play-by-play as they're taking out the guy. (laughs) 
That is so Like good. right around this bar right here. Right. Wait a Come second. Here. Oh, wait, here he comes. Just <laughs> <laughs> looking around like the whole thing's set up. Where's my friend? He comes running and he's throwing haymakers. Doesn't have a t-shirt on. Uh, so good. Your tease. I saw this video. Not for any. I don't care. Five million. 10 million? What would it take? Not doing it. How they clean the Luxor Look at pyramid. This. Oh, my what? God. And again, the videos today. Look. Oh, man. I'm nauseous. you got to heights. I don't go up there. Got to do the whole thing. When I went to New York and went to Empire State and Rockefeller, I oh, couldn't you, take it. You go all the way to the top and okay, then peek yeah. over. I was at, uh, I've only been to the Space Needle in Seattle one time. It was a windy day. You can feel that bad boy, like, because it's so old. That thing was going like this. Really? It was moving. Did and you I'm do like, Toronto, too? And I, I'm okay. I've never been to the top of that one. No, okay. Um, I'm okay with heights, but that day, it was like going like this. I'm like, ah, I, I, we need to go back down. That was weird. You embrace it. I run from it. I, I can't do well, it. Well, this. I, I, there's, but, there's, right, right down a block away is the stratosphere. And how high that is. There's a ride at the, there's a couple rides at the top. I came to town in 2000. I'm like, I'll give it a shot. I closed my eyes. I said, please get it over. Get it over. Oh. I, mean, I, couldn't, I couldn't take it. I think there are different levels. They, they, though, like, you hang from your feet now. I'm like, oh, my. What's it called? The big the shot? The big shot, yeah. Oh, like, I, I love that ride. I think it's great. But this, I mean, there's no chance. No. Absolutely none. Oh. I wonder what those Someone guys... has an off day. I mean, that's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, it's like Mission Impossible. The one that where Cruise is hanging from the rock. And, yeah, you know, and also, uh, uh, what was the other Ghost Protocol? Yeah, when they're in Dubai mm-hmm. and they're hanging out oh, the that's, window. That's pretty much what he's doing. Yeah, I'm actually surprised he's never considered something like this for a movie. Well, sure. he can be the guy scaling the Luxor like that. I mean, what do you think they get paid? Uh, not what, enough. It's not enough. Whatever it is. No, no. Also, when I went to the Big Shot, I ate a, a couple pieces of pizza before I went on the ride. Oh, don't I tell don't me. Know what, I go, this thing might come up here. I mean, this is, did it? No, I oh, held, held it, it in. in. But that was. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Couple bad, great job, guys. Couple bad beats, as I mentioned. The no defensive or special teams touchdown and the longest touchdown under, under 50 and a half. There were 47s out there too. 58 seconds. Feel free to tackle somebody. Roll Tide. Win some, lose some. Presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Log in, get a 20% live profit boost on the NBA every Tuesday. Learn more at betrivers.com. And I will, I will uh, go to my grave on this. In the mid 80s, not the biggest. The, the biggest anything, star, athlete, movie star, anything, celebrity, entertainer in the mid-80s was Hulk Hogan. Absolutely. Cartoons. Every, Hulk Hogan was the biggest thing going in the mid-80s With the, in terms of celebrity. and I'd go. Uh, maybe I'd, Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson would be number one. Right. But in terms of like sports, entertainment, that. Okay. Hogan. I mean, he, he was a monster. Yeah. For sure. And it was legitimate. Say your prayers, eat your vitamins. All of course. That. Yeah. Sure. Everybody buying into that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yep. Uh, did you take a peek at the odds for next year, by the way, to, to win the national title? Like Georgia and Alabama, they reach two to one. Surprise, surprise. Um, mm. I would not advise betting a two to one shot right now and hold it on, hold on to it for a uh, year. No. no, thank you. Uh, Ohio State is eight to one. Clemson ten, and then look at how far it drops off. Oregon, A and M, Oklahoma, Florida, and Michigan, uh, forty to one in that range. Miami and Penn State, sixty to one. So it goes from. Your typical top four, the teams that I just mentioned, and it just falls off a cliff to basically telling you eh, it's going to take a miracle or a total long shot to even have a chance. Well, if you love your job, you'd never work a day in your life. But how, how long are, will Belichick and Saban continue to do this? When does Saban just want to sit back, relax, put his feet up? Don't you think that he's such a lunatic that he doesn't want to? I, I think he wants to, no. if he lives till he's 100, I think he would coach until he's like 90 if he could. 
Well, we see that with athletes all the time. It's like, uh, oh, I'm bored. I, I'm, I'm, I, I got honeydews, and uh, you know, the wife's pissing me off. I got to do something. Well, does Going that to broadcast? I got to get out of the house. I mean, I guess he can golf every day. But I will say this about Saban: Does he look nearly as old as he actually is? No, he is? does. Not no. even close. Good no. for him. Yeah. I mean, and it's not an easy job. There, I mean, that's stressful too. I mean, like 365 days out of the year. That's right. And he is so, stop recruiting, getting up, practice, yeah. all this. Yeah. Bet River Sportsbook takes football same game parlays to a brand new level. You can combine same game parlays from different games to give you even more ways to make your perfect combo. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com today to explore all the new ways you can create your ideal combo. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. Call 1 800 Gambler. Indiana, 1 800 9 with it. Colorado, it's 1-800-522-4700. Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Virginia, 1-888-532-3500. Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. It's also playable in New Jersey as Play Sugar House and Void, where prohibited. You've probably heard by now that a tie on Sunday nights between the Raiders and Chargers would have been very bad for sportsbooks. We were not kidding. That's coming up. The Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers, as you covered, they've launched a series of CityCast designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. CityCast in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philly, Pittsburgh, and now DC. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcast. I missed one bad beat. Uh, I know Lombardi mentioned it yesterday. McVay was 45-0 and in his career when leading at halftime mm-hmm. going into yesterday, Sunday. And that was a 17-3 lead, by the way. Yes. And I missed this because we ripped them, and rightfully so. Well, thanks for the email. I'm At halftime, walking off the field, he tells the sideline reporter, in the second half, I want to establish the run. He did, yes. <laughs> and I think at that point, they had 10 carries for 11 yards. Yeah. yeah. And so that's what he wanted to do. Hey, how about you establish the run on third and one with a minute left in the second quarter instead of going shotgun? Yeah. And you give the ball back to the Niners. Bosa has the sack, and they go down the field and kick a field goal. Crazy. Mm. The other thing, and I, Rams players and coaching staff, shocked. Not ready at all for the 49er contingent that was there. I don't play. Who oh. saw that coming? They took over that stadium. That was crazy. As I said yesterday, that is something to note moving forward when yes, they play is. in Los Angeles. Because I got news for you. For that, people, that shocked them. For people who don't recognize this, you have to remember, the 49ers were the elite organization in football in when we were growing up in the 80s. I mean, that was it. Montana to Young, they won it almost every single year, and then it transitioned into the Cowboys. And But the, the 49ers fan base is humongous across the country. And I can vividly recall in years past when they have played – you know, like crappy teams on the East Coast, whatever. But when they go to, what is it, MetLife and play the Jets, that's that's 35,000 49ers fans right there. They take yeah. over the entire stadium. Yeah. Are we done with the Trey Lance talk for a while? I mean, come on. Well, Garoppolo was really good in the second half. He's great. And he had to be. How about this Rams defense? How many big, how many Pro Bowls on that defense? Yep. Can you get, I know you, you were on a field a lot. How about getting a stop? Well, we have some nuggets later on from Peter King. Jesus. From his column. They do not have a pick in the first 100 picks. In the draft? Oh, yeah. That'll tell well, you, like, yeah. th- their window yeah. is, I mean, but we all know this, right? Like, the window here with what how they have game-planned here by going after all these stars and giving up draft picks. Like, they, if they don't win a Super Bowl in the next yep. couple of years, forget about it. Yep. And, and Sunday night, I can't get enough of this story. I mean, the fact that 
everyone bet this with Jacksonville money line and the tie uh, on Sunday night, or you threw in Steeler money line. Uh, but the, the guy here at at WinBet in Jersey, a thousand dollar two leg parlay, Jags money line, and then tied. He got tied at the end of regulation. Yeah, hundred and fifteen thousand. But the liability. And I can't believe the arrogance with some people because David Purdom talked to several books, uh, and here's here's the covers.com tweet about, hey, what's your uh, liability if the game ends at a tie? Points bet, huge, seven figures. MGM, significant. One book. Well, I'm not too worried. Astronomical. It, it, I'm, this guy's sitting there probably having a sandwich as he has his feet up. Like, there's no way that's going to happen. And then if it, you know, who knows what happens with Staley's timeout, but uh-huh. it, it should have happened, actually, at that point. Car, Carr's third down pass to Jones was enormous. Humongous. If that's an incomplete, that is a tie, 100%. Yeah. And, and by the way, again, to remind people, what exactly the biggest part of that was, well, you, it, it's a good balance, but when Jacobs ripped off the 10-yard gain, that's that's the reason that they were going to kick the field goal. If he gets stopped at the at the line of scrimmage or picks up like one yard, oh, sure. that's the that's ball it. game, and we have a tie, and it's a sledgehammer upside sportsbooks' heads. I mean, and at some spots, again, Seven high seven figures, maybe even eight figures. Now, in how some about spots. that? Now, how can you do that? One one place. David Purdom had the story in the tweet. ESPN, ten million dollars they blow if the game's a tie. Mm-hmm. Ten million. Yeah. But you look at this, and every thanks to everyone who sent in all the pictures and tweets and what they had. I mean, these are five six hundred to one. Well, these and- parlay some of them, and it's like yeah, a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand. What the, you're not putting down a, a big big money. For these, no. but uh, five, six hundred to one, forget about. Well, look at how these are going to add up, right? Yeah, I mean, you want to talk about betting a little to win a lot, and for how many people did this? Here's one example: a twenty-five dollar ticket on a three-team parlay that would have paid a, you know eighteen thousand five hundred thirty-seven dollars. Jacksonville money line, San Francisco money line, and a tie was thirty-five to one at that time. So that's one example. I mean, we have several here that we can go through with these parlays. Look at this now: Steelers tied into the Jags. And this is how creative people could get into taking the Chargers plus a half, Raiders plus a half. So you throw both of those on there, and ten bucks. That is, that pays out five hundred and forty to one. So a ten dollar ticket goes to fifty four thousand. And there's another one that looks very similar to it. That's seventy five dollars. That would have paid like a hundred and thirty. But I saw these coming in on Twitter all night on Sunday night. And people would have been turning, oh, you know, yeah. five, ten, twenty, fifty dollar bets into six figures and even maybe more. Boy, you got to put the ego aside. It's like, wow, there's no way that's going to happen. I mean, it's like the line in Departed when Sheen says to DiCaprio, "Do you want to be a cop or do you want to appear to be a cop? I mean, do you want to be a bookmaker or you want to be? I mean, the guys here did a great job. I mean, they moved that sucker in a hurry. I mean, the the tie here was only twelve to one, but when you're looking at at what, and it was a lot higher other places. Well, I think, we, we, I think it opened higher here, but they had to move it. Oh, well, of course, because that, here, that's a, that's the thing. It was like it's like McGregor against Mayweather. Is he going to win? No. But what if Mayweather gets hurt or something? I mean, the luck. It, you know, anything. You have to think about the liability. You're going to get carried out because everyone's betting McGregor. Is he going to win? No. Did you think going? Oh, there's no chance there's going to be a tie. Well, it almost happened. You would have blown. You're going to blow ten million dollars. Yeah. Because well, the talk all week was that crazy scenario: Steelers win, but they're still out. With a Colts loss, if the Sunday night game ends in a tie. Correct, yes. I also think that moving forward, though, we're not going to see, you know, these kind of odds anymore. Like, the no touchdown to be scored in a game 
I know one book in the in that game on Sunday night opened up at 500 to one in the Raiders Chargers game. The no touchdown in the game last night, I saw one book was 300 to one. Well, that's getting pretty juicy there at halftime. But mm-hmm. the more that this people are going to be betting this stuff all the time as it's becoming more and more available, and crazy bets like this. You know, they're coming in occasionally. There was a game this year in prime time where there was no touchdown. And I think that Buffalo-Jacksonville game had like 200 to 1 odds on it. That's right. For no touchdown. And people yep. are betting this stuff. So I think books are going to adjust eventually and say, well, we're not going to offer a tie anymore at 200 to 1. Or we're not going to offer no touchdown at 501 because people are betting it like crazy. And oh, by the way, they come in on occasion. Yeah. Patriots beat the Rams in the Super Bowl. Rams score exactly three points. Ridiculous payouts. Of course. Huge yeah, odds on that. Huge. I mean, who would think that's going to happen? Hmm? High-octane offense. That total was high 50s? I don't recall, but I'll go with... I I think it was high 50s going into that game. Yeah, three points. Of course. And there are betters going to books across Las Vegas and putting down 250 bucks at 401 odds to win, you know, 100,000. And they came in. I still can't believe that game. Even even the fourth quarter and overtime. Oh, it was... Fourth and 21. Got it. Final play of the game. Got it. Have to get the two. Five of six on fourth down. Of course, the one they don't get is fourth and two from their own 18, and they they get stuffed too. But uh, the holding call on Cook, I mean, just go Harvard up and down the field. And then the wide receivers are gassed. But you don't want to use the timeout if you're on offense. And then Crosby, I'd like, at some point, Crosby's just going to blow by here and and, and sack Herbert, and it's going to be a strip sack. Mm -hmm. That that didn't happen, but it's... And then the the pass to Jones, and I I mean, are they going to take the tie? How are they going to do this? I can't believe believe the the anti... You know, you can't win it unless you're in it. And we'll talk to Peter King coming up. That's never been on the table for a coach to consider those options before. Huh? Oh, the integrity of the game. Oh, really? Yeah? Integrity of the game, huh? What, what happened last year on Sunday night, as yeah. you said? The Eagles weren't even playing for a top three pick. They took their, their, their turning quarterback out. Want to get a look at Sudfeld here, you know like, it's ridiculous what they did. No, I, I never want to hear about that ever again after what the Eagles did last year. They had the lead. That's that's the worst example that you're ever going to see. Integrity. Of and, the and, game. and then they laid down for a full half. That's That benefited both teams. I mean, that was the right thing to do once you got to overtime. And I will say again, and I know people are going to disagree with this because I got it all day yesterday again. If Versace plays for the tie there, could you not say that that's actually the smart move because he didn't want to take a chance on the field goal getting blocked and returned? I know it doesn't happen sure. often. No, you, you said yesterday, if that happens, if he tries a 57-yarder at the gun right. and they block it and house it, it's, that's... Uh, th- see, that all of a sudden, for everybody who's saying that's the right call because you got to play to win the game, the same people will be saying dumbest thing he's, uh, I've ever seen. Yeah. Because you can't lose the game in that spot. You can't take that chance. You can't be that risky. Pooch it. Whatever. Right. Yeah. But, yeah, that's that was... A, yeah. There's, no, like, there's, two, I, there's a side to me made... You're right. Well, you don't want to go to Kansas City. You got hammered twice. Well, the Bengals killed you, too. So. The, the Bengals had the Bengals had the ball for like 38 minutes in that game. Also, uh, it's it's very easy to be like prisoner of the moment sometimes in a game like that. And I know that the Seattle 49ers game came down to like the inch line two years ago, but it's going to be very difficult to top what we had two nights ago here. And people who were there, people just like it's the best game they've ever been to in person. Yes. Uh, most dramatic, exciting, exactly what you just said. Everything Herbert had to convert late oh. to actually be in that position and then go to overtime for that to happen. I mean, we've lived for, I mean, we're in our mid-40s. We've never, you know, people are older than us. It's never happened before. Probably we'll never see that again. That exact, uh, in week 18, the final week of the season, with that much on the line. Uh, Matt Eumann is going to join the program coming up next. 
Uh, guess what? He does very well betting golf early in the season in Hawaii. He had the winner last week with Cam Smith. Who does he like this week? And uh, which teams and numbers did he already bet in the NFL playoffs this week? We'll ask him coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. Follow the money here on VSEN, the sports betting network. Uh, Mitch Moss, Paulie Howard, live in downtown Las Vegas from Circa Resort and Casino. Matt Humans joins the program now. And you can get Matt's show every day at 4 o'clock Eastern. Called The Edge right here on VSIN. Matt, good morning. Thanks for the time. Um, early bets that you made for the NFL playoffs this week. Were you firing off on Sunday night? What did you grab so far? Yeah, the first bet I made Sunday night was Patriots uh, plus 4.5. That number came a little bit higher than I was expecting. I thought it was going to be 3.5 uh, at most. So I took the 4.5 here. And, and it's sort of a buying on bad news type of play because the perception of the Patriots is certainly um, not what it was a month ago. They've lost three of their last four after a seven-game win streak. We've seen kind of the flaws in this team, and Mac Jones has not played well. Actually, in the last four games, Mac Jones has six TDs and five interceptions. In the fourth quarter against Miami, he was a little bit better. On Sunday, he was 9 for 9 for 121 yards. I think what this game comes down to, and I bet the Patriots in the first game of Buffalo, they've got to be able to run the ball. They've got to be more physical up front. If they can run the ball effectively, they're going to have a great shot to beat the Bills, and I think they can. Uh, that's what makes Mac Jones effective. When they can run the ball, let their defense go to work, then the rookie quarterback doesn't have to uh, do so much. Uh, you know, I still think Josh Allen and the Bills are a little bit volatile and a little bit too soft. I could be wrong about this, but I took the four and a half here. I, I thought this was a, a pretty good number on the dog. Yep. Hope it snows. going to be cold. And you could also make the argument where the Bills are overrated and they're not playing up to their power rating as since, other than that great win in Kansas, since that great win in Kansas City when they blew them out. I mean, uh, look at some of the scores uh, and, and beating yeah, up on bad teams. Absolutely. Exactly. How about the Monday night game? Bad teams. Oh, I'm sorry. How about the Monday night game? Uh, this is could be a blessing here that Arizona, Arizona can't win at home or they've lost five in a row, but they were great on the road and already won in Los Angeles. Yeah, you're right about that. And there's not too much to like about the Cardinals and the way they're playing right now. 
But on the road, this is their best role. Eight and one straight up in ATS. They won in LA 37 to 20 on October 3rd. Uh, obviously, uh, they don't go into the playoffs as a hot team by any stretch. One and four in the last five since mid-December. Uh, but I will say this about the uh, the Rams. I think they're really an overrated team by a lot of people uh, right now. And you know their their flaws have been exposed as well. Last week against San Francisco, they were outgained 449 to 265. 6.7 to 4.1 yards per play. The Niners dominated that game after falling behind 17-0. Matthew Stafford, still a guy with one career playoff win. Paul, he's got one more playoff win than you do at quarterback in the NFL. Uh, he's got nine turnovers in the last four games. And how about that Rams defense? You know, you got a lot of big names over there, but Jimmy Garoppolo went, what, 85 yards and 127 with no timeouts? Yeah, it was easy. Cut that defense up. Yeah, that that I thought that Rams defense really got abused uh, by the Niners. So hey, let's let's give Kyler Murray and the Cardinals a shot here on the road because this is where they play best. Yeah, and and what about those Niners now going to Dallas? Do you like their chances? Well, I do like the Niners a little bit in this game, and I obviously liked it at a, at a better number uh, at this point. You got to play Niners plus three. I think that's all you're going to get. I don't. I really don't think the three and a halfs are coming back. But the Niners have won uh, four of the last five. It's really a different, more dynamic offense with uh, Debo Samuel and George Kittle in there. And uh, like I said, you saw it last week. The Niners ran 67 plays, Rams uh, 64 in that game. And I said I gained them 449 to 265. Uh, so I really think the Niners have found a rhythm offensively. I'm a little bit concerned about Jimmy G and his right thumb, but he said after the game Sunday, his, his thumb th- – Felt pretty uh, pretty good. Mm-hmm. He, he's found a way to uh, be an effective passer despite the right thumb injury. And, you know, also the Cowboys are off a blowout win on the road. And uh, I kind of like to fade the Cowboys at home when they're coming off a, a big performance. Yep. And we saw that a couple weeks ago when they came home. or They were home, they were off the blowout win over Washington. Then uh, they played the Cardinals and got upset at home. And uh, I, I, I feel like this Cowboys team is – a front-running type of team when everything's going well. Um, you know, the, the Cowboys look like world beaters, so a little bit of adversity, and they can't handle it. And I don't. Uh, I think the Niners are going to hand them some adversity this week. So I'm going to go with the three dogs there, Patriots, Cardinals, and uh, 49ers. Okay, you had a winner Sunday. How about golf, the Sony Open, Honolulu on Thursday. You, who you like? It's an interesting tournament. Wes Reynolds uh, – was saying yesterday that six of the last seven winners in Honolulu played in Maui the previous week. So I'm looking basically just the guys who played in uh, in the Maui Tournament of Champions. And uh, Cameron Smith was a guy, uh, Brady Cannon, Wes, and I all had last week at 25-1. to 1. He's the favorite here. Webb Simpson is the second choice. I'm going to go a little bit deeper on the board. Hideki Matsuyama at 18-1. to 1. He was minus 15. He was 15 under last year in this tournament, and uh, Hideki played well. He was in the top 15 in Maui. He's got a pretty good uh, history on this course. So 18 to one with Hideki, 20 to one with uh, Mark Leishman, who's got four top tens on this course. And uh, Leishman again tied for tenth uh, in Maui last week. He played uh, really well. He was a 23 under. Uh, so you get him at 20 to one at Circa or uh, the Westgate Superbook, where I pr- primarily bet golf. Those two books. Kevin Kistner is interesting here. He's a great putter. This is not a course where length off the tee really matters. 35 to one on Kistner. He's got a, um, 
uh, tied for fourth here last year, or excuse me, in 2020 and 2017. I went back through the results of the last five years in this tournament, and uh, Kistner is steadily in the uh, the top ten. He's a guy, you know, I, I don't like to necessarily play guys around 10 to 1 or 15 to 1. You got to look a little bit deeper on the board. Kistner's a guy who should be in contention to win this. Every time he showed up here, he's been on the leaderboard on Sunday. So 35 mm-hmm. to 1 with him and Cam Davis. Well, I know Jeff, uh, Jeff Seeley likes Cam Davis. He liked him last week, and he shot 23 under. He tied for 10th with uh, Leishman. Australians play well here. And Cam Davis is a 52 to 1. Uh, he was a top 10 finisher in this uh, tournament two years ago, and um, he was 13 under last year. So 52 to 1 is a long shot play in Honolulu with uh, Kisner, Cam Davis, Matsuyama, and Leishman. Follow the money, Paulie and Mitch Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Matt Eumann's our guest. Watch him Monday through Friday on the edge, 4 to 5 Eastern, and read him every week in Point Spread Weekly. Excellent job yesterday with JVT on that Draymond Green story where we just talked about same-game parlays and what if it was a tie Sunday night that Shams, uh-huh. Shams covers the NBA. He tweeted like this was the game plan. Green is going to uh, exit stage left and commit a foul after the jump ball. He wanted to be out there to honor Clay Thompson as he came back, and people hammered the under in the green props. Yeah, and I think uh, you only had a few minutes to hammer, yeah. hammer the under after that uh, news came out that Green was going to start but not play in the game. And uh, I think most books honored those bets. A couple books have not. You know, if it's similar to a golf tournament. If a guy tees off, let's say he just uh, hits his drive on the first tee and then has a bad back and says he pulls out, well, that's tough luck. He yep. uh, teed off, so he's action in the tournament. Same thing with Draymond Green in that prop. He started, he played. Uh, you got to pay the prop if you posted it. Yep. Uh, Matt, do you want to take like 90 seconds here and say a couple of words? Our buddy Brian Blessing, who passed away on Sunday, uh, you were the one to report that news on Twitter. And just for people who didn't know Brian, what he meant to so many of us. Yeah, I've, I've done countless hours of radio in Vegas. I know you guys have too with Brian Blessing over the past 20 years. He's one of the first guys I met when I got to town. In fact, uh, he was one of the guys who really got me into golf betting the first couple of years I was here. And I played golf with him a lot. Uh, you know, sometimes when when a guy dies, people say nice things about him just because they have to. Uh, Brian Blessing, you can't help but say nice things about the guy. He was he was a genuinely great guy, all around great guy, and there's no BS in that. I mean, he was a uh, he had time for everybody. He loved um, hockey, loved horse racing, loved the Buffalo Bills, and he was a respected voice in the sports betting industry in Vegas here for the last two decades. And uh, he's going to be missed, man. I know Tony Miller, Jay Cornegay, uh, Chuck Esposito, a lot of the guys who were closest to him are just crushed by this news. Brian was sick last week. Uh, none of us thought it was serious. He, he never, never really let on that it was uh, a big deal. We think it's either a heart attack or a COVID-type situation. And um, Sunday morning, he uh, just dropped dead at his home. And it's... Uh, I know you guys know him well. It's uh, it's it's crushing news for a lot of us. Yeah, it's absolutely devastating. Uh, Matt, thanks for popping on today. Good yep. luck with the bets this week. Okay, you bet. Thanks. Yep. Thank you. Yep. Everything Matt said, completely accurate. And just, yeah. The first hour of Follow the Money is presented exclusively by Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book. Get a 20% live profit boost on the NBA every Tuesday. Must be 21+. plus. Offer is not valid in all areas. Check betrivers.com for full offer details and rules. Up next, we will get into quarterback rankings 
of the 14 who made the playoffs. Would you believe two of the top five didn't even make it? Uh, that's coming up here on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.